Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domang. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries, and our mission at On Fire Ministries is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's Word to their everyday life because I believe that God's Word really does work. So today, I want to talk to you about the power of praise truly as our weapon against our spiritual enemy. Recently, while I was teaching my praying moms class at my church, I taught on the power of praise. And the week before I taught it, I had an opportunity to put my belief in the power of praise to the test and teach my granddaughter the power of praise at the same time. So I got a call from my daughter. She told me, you know, the minute that I got her on the phone. I knew something was wrong. She frantically told me about my four-year-old grandson had climbed on top of a dresser and to get his little stuffed animal and the dresser fell over on him. And my grandson weighs like 35 pounds probably with all his clothes on. He's tiny. And in that moment, I knew this just could not be good. So I started praying and just singing praises to God and I was singing praises over God's healing power for him. And as we I drove from there. I was going to the hospital to meet them. I got there. I got my little six-year-old granddaughter and put her in the car so I could have her while they took my little grandson in the emergency room. So my granddaughter absolutely loves the song, I Raise a Hallelujah. So I told her we were going to sing, I Raise a Hallelujah and praise Jesus for his healing in my little grandson's life. So I turned it up super loud and she and I sang at the top of our lungs. We were just singing our hearts out before the Lord. And when we made it home, we sat down together and started praying. Two hours later, my daughter Taylor calls me and she says, he's fine. No broken bones. The CT scan for his head is normal. And I was just absolutely stunned. I told my husband, I felt just like the story in Acts 12, where Jesus' disciples had been praying for Peter's release from prison. And then when the angel sets him free from prison, Peter shows up at the door of the house where they're all praying and they cannot even believe their eyes. So I just totally understand that passage. And I don't know why that is, that we pray and ask God. And then when he shows up mighty and strong, we're like, what can this really be? The reality is I was so thankful. I reminded my granddaughter that God had answered our prayers and that we had sang praises to Jesus over Ryland's little body and his healing and Jesus answered our prayers. So I want to talk about the power of praise truly as our weapon against the spiritual enemy. The Bible teaches us about the power of praise and I've experienced firsthand in my own life in other situations as well than that one that I just told you about. So today we're looking at this Old Testament story from 2 Chronicles 20 verses 1. 1 through 24. So that's a great place to read and to study about the power of praise. We want to remember about the Old Testament that we want to take the Old Testament and relate it to ourselves uh, from a spiritual standpoint. In other words, what was a physical reality for the people of the Old Testament, we can apply their physical realities to our life spiritually. So in this particular story, we see that Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and the people of Judah, God's people, had a real spiritual enemy. They were spiritual, but they were physical. There was an enemy that was coming against them and surrounding them. So we too have a real spiritual enemy that comes against us. And sometimes in our life, we realize that our enemy surrounds us. So the Bible tells us that Jehoshaphat 
feared the battle, yet he focused on God. So the reality is when the enemy comes against us, our natural inclination is fear. However, what we do with that fear hugely impacts our outcome. Following the example that Jehoshaphat gave for us really sets us up for victory. While he feared the enemy coming against him and his people, he set his focus in a different direction. I love what 2 Chronicles 20 verse 12 says. It's one of those passages that I've just said so many times in my prayer time. This verse really reminds us what we need to do when we realize our spiritual enemy has come against us and that him and his minions have come to attack us in some area of our lives. This is the scripture. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against the great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. I love that. Our focus is key. Yes, Jehoshaphat experienced fear when he heard the enemy had set out to attack, but he turned his focus to God rather than staying focused on the battle ahead. So focus being key when that battle comes because remember our natural tendency is to focus on the enemy and how he's working, but that is no benefit to us. We need to intentionally determine and demand ourselves to stay focused and keep our eyes remaining on the Lord through that. Several years ago, I faced a battle with one of my daughters. And every outward appearance was that she was surrounded with the darkness uh, of the devil systematically destroying her. And when I looked at the situation, I saw sure defeat. Every morning I opened my eyes with the fear that this might be the day that I received that call, that she was gone. And my daughter was in a fight for her life and the enemy had surrounded her and she had no ability to fight, but I did. So I fought day and night on my knees and sometimes on my face. At times, fear threatened to overwhelm me. And when I focused on the situation, the hopelessness and the defeat ruled my mind. But when I focused on the Lord, truth, hope, and victory overcame my fears and my faith was strengthened. So notice in 2 Chronicles 20 verse 12, the plural personal pronouns that are there. For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are up on you. The thing about this is to recognize the power of prayer support. Jehoshaphat prayed, but he also called on others to pray as well. His battle reminds us how much we need the community of church. When faced with a battle in our personal lives, we need other sisters in Christ who will come along beside us, partner with us, and agree with us in prayer. When the enemy came for my daughter, I knew I needed other people who would pray and believe God with me to do that, to do only what God could do. I needed the prayer support of other trustworthy, faith-filled people. So the people that I called on to pray were people that I knew knew God's word. They were trustworthy people that I had confidence in that would be confidential also in their prayers with me. They were prayer warriors. They were filled with faith. They were very intentional, the ones that I chose and asked to prayers for me. And so when I look back 
on this time, I also realized that I needed the community, that community, the church community during that battle for my own strength through that battle as well. Not just to pray for her, but it, it gave me strength knowing that I had their prayers. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 reminds us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together because through our faith community, we gain encouragement. We gain love and support through a body of believers means every everything when we are facing that battle and that battleground ends up in our backyard. When they got in God's presence, God gave them their battle instructions and the enemy's plan. And God told them exactly what to do, where to find their enemy, and he told them, and this is verse 17, 2 Chronicles 20, 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. So getting in God's presence is so important because different battles at different times require different things. If we look across Israel's history, sometimes they were required to fight physically. And sometimes, like this one, God's instruction was more of a positioning themselves in complete trust and faith. So when my daughter was in the worst of it, the most desperate, destitute situation I could imagine, I prayed like Jehoshaphat. Lord, I have no clue what to do, but my eyes are on you. My position was one of total trust in God. I had to relinquish all personal and maternal control to God. And we know that that maternal control is so hard to let go of. In 2 Chronicles 20, verse 20, Jehoshaphat declared to his people, he said, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So prayer, God's word, and believing God's word were the only part in the battle for me until one day when God reminded me of Jehoshaphat's victory. I remembered that Jehoshaphat and his army were nowhere around when they won the battle. They literally won their victory through praise. The people of God received their battle instructions from the Lord, and then they went to meet their enemy on the battlefield as God directed them. But Jehoshaphat set worshipers singing and praising God out before the army. That's in 2 Chronicles 20 verse 21. Praise led the way. Psalm 22 3 tells us that God is enthroned in the praises of his people. So spiritually speaking, God on his throne went before the army of his people as they sang praises and worshiped him. And so take a moment just to picture that scene and see the power of praise on the battlefield for the people of Judah in 2 Chronicles 20 verse 22. Now when they began to sing and praise the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah and they were defeated. The power of praise is seen in their victory. When they praised, God worked on their behalf and defeated their enemy. I knew this story. I had studied it. I had taught it. So I knew this story. And one day God brought this to my mind because of this and because of my personal experience, I really have believed in the power of praise. When God reminded me of this story, I began to worship and to praise God differently. I literally began to battle for my daughter through the power of praise. I set my praise out in front and every worship's 
song became a praise of faith to God for what he was doing in my daughter's life. If I could insert her name in a worship song, I did. I sang by faith the praises of my God for my beautiful daughter, her Savior and Deliverer. I positioned myself, I stood still, and I watched the salvation of the Lord come to pass in her life. And I love what God did in the battle for Judah. God showed up mighty and strong for them as they praised him en route to their battle. Second Chronicles 20 verse 22 tells us that when the army made it to the place where God had told them they would find their enemy, not a single one of their enemies was left alive. Second Chronicles 20 verse 24. So when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. That is what the Bible tells us. I will tell you that God has done great things for me as well. He battled for my daughter through my praises. He saved her from the enemy's grip and he gave us a beautiful relationship that we've never had before. And so here's my encouragement to you, dear sister in Christ. Your battle is never hopeless with God. Fight with your prayer. Fight with the Holy Spirit's sword. Fight with your worship and your praise because the power of praise in and through God's people is real and it is effective. So before I say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, to get daily morning prayers and biblical encouragement. I'm also on Pinterest. And also check out my website where you can read my blog and, and find free biblical resources and other Bible studies for you personally or for a, a study group as well. Also, please share this Bible study devotion with others that someone else can be encouraged today. And until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.